Hey everybody, this is Thea. This is Daniel. And we're standing on the corner of here and now. Join us as we have conversations about all things recovery. And hang on to your seat, we're in for a ride. Dear friend Leanne. Hi, Daniel. <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think this takes takes Leanne out of her comfort zone a little bit, which is always good. Anytime we get out of comfort zones, a lot of bit. Okay, good, good. That's wonderful. Um, that's one of my favorite things about Leanne is all the incredible knowledge and recovering, trying to get that out right here on the corner of here now. So <laughs> there was a there was a topic that you had brought up earlier, you had written down, and I thought that'd be a great thing to talk about because I know you've done a lot of it since I've known you. Okay. Do you want me to tell you what it is? I would love that. <laughs> um, there is a way through every block. What does that mean to you? Hmm. Well, it just means that no matter what comes my way, good, bad, or indifferent, um, I can get through it. And that's the only way. The only way to get on the other side of something is to go through it. You can't go around it. You can't, you know, the only way out is through. That's what my sponsor always tells me. What happens if you try to go around it? It keeps coming back. Yeah. <laughs> over and over again. So, yeah. It sounds like the mechanism to do that is some kind of hope. Repeat that? Some kind of hope. I mean, I like, I can't, if I, to have the belief that I can make it through anything, there's mm. some kind of, I, so hope is an expectation. And so there's some kind of expectation or hope that, you know, no matter what happens, I can do this. I can get through it. Well, not yes, and not only that, but other people have gotten through it and share their experience, strength, and hope, and that makes me understand and believe that I can do it too. I love that. I mean, but that's why we share meetings, and that's why we share across the table that's why we go have coffee you know because we can help each other get through things the whole community aspect Uh, uh, of this yeah absolutely because that's one of those reasons that we always say that i get high and we stay clean (laughs) right (laughs) because i gotta have y'all to have that hope yes an addict alone is in bad company. Real bad company. That's the last. <laughs> that's the last person I used with. Right? He's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are some times that you can think of? Because I was told early on when I was first getting clean, I was told by uh, a 
a gentleman I miss very much named Fidel, who um, I'm not sure how, <laughs> I'm not sure, you know, um, how recovered uh, Fidel was in all areas of his life, but he helped out this, this young addict a lot. And one of the things he told me was uh, we were at his tattoo parlor and uh, just kind of hanging out, and he told me to keep a file on every person and everything that I hear. Mm. And and I thought that was a little judgmental. And he said, Daniel, man, keep a file on everybody, every motherfucker in there, man. And I said, well, <laughs> and, and what he, I guess he was trying to teach me what became clear later was like everything that's shared, remember that because when someone's talking about a big loss, someone's talking about losing their job, changing careers, um, loss of a loved one, all of these different things, pay attention because that, okay, you'll know down the road because you'll probably go through something like that that it can be done, that oh, there's yeah. no excuse. Yeah, and I mean, to put the stuff in your toolbox, right? Because you never know when you're going to need that particular tool. So, yeah, you have to... I feel like when I go to a meeting, you know, I was just talking with a sponsee, and sometimes it's not what can I get out of the meeting but what can I give mm -hmm. and what can I bring but also when I'm sitting there I have to for me be open to the message and if I'm being judgmental or thinking you know why are you wearing that or you know whatever's going on I'm going to miss it mm -hmm. that disease of separation you're separating yourself can't hear it no I mean, I can, but I try not to. <laughs> so, what yeah. are, I'm curious because because you've been and you've been clean for 30 years. Yes. And um, in July, it'll hopefully no fronts. That'll be 31. Right. And what are some times that you can think of where that's really saved your ass? Where you've you've seen someone else go through something and then gone through it, and that mechanism that we're talking about, how that's worked for you? Wow. There's probably been too many to name um, off the top of my head, but you know, I think I haven't I haven't had a loss of many loved ones in the program since I've been here, which you know I know that's a yet, but I have seen many of my close friends go through that with parents, children you know, all of that. And I know that when and if those things may or may not happen in my life, that I can go to that person because I watched them walk through it and say, help me. Mm -hmm. You know, I know for myself, I went through hepatitis C treatment. And I know a lot of people that went through that before me. I did not walk through that treatment by myself. And this was this wasn't the new treatment. This no, was the this old, was the old school kick your ass, kick treatment. Your ass treatment. Yeah, and um, watching, knowing that people had gotten through it, and they all gave me little nuggets of you know how they did their daily things and how what helped them, you know, and I had. Um, someone close to me give me a little um, 
trinket from James Avery or something and, and put it in my hand and say, look, I kept this in my pocket every day and it just helped me. Because I think it said courage on it. Mm, nice. You know, I was like, wow. You know, and, and to pain shared is pain lessened. So yes. anybody that had gone through that before, I knew I could call them or see them in a meeting and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me? And they always would. Right, and you're not hopeless or crazy at that point. It's, you get that identification like, oh, my God, like it, it, I'm having this really bad day. Because we've talked about that time in your life before, and you said that was like one of the hardest damn years of your life. Oh, yeah, by far. So far, anyway. You know, and um, talking, again, talking to a sponsee, telling me that they're afraid to share when they're not feeling it air quotation marks, mm-hmm. you know, and um, because they're afraid that if they share that, that they won't be sharing hope. And I'm like, no, that is hope. That is, yeah. Love that. And the response back to that was, how is that hope? And I'm like, it's such a long conversation. I can't do this over texting, but we'll talk, you know. But it, because for me, if I hear someone struggling and they share it in a meeting, that gives me hope that I can stay clean through whatever it is. Yeah, and I'm not alone. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And, and, I, and I often will share in a meeting if I'm struggling or having a hard time or whatever, and after the meeting, it never fails. So many people come up to mm-hmm. me and say, I'm so glad you shared mm-hmm. that. Thank you so much. I was like, wow, okay, cool. You know, it's funny. I was actually talking about you yesterday to a sponsee and we were talking about how powerful it is for me to hear you, uh, especially when, when we were close and I was staying here and stuff to realize that like, even with whatever time in the program clean, like still going through things and still walking through those things and that relatability that like, awesome, that means I'm not alone down here and and the vulnerability i think that's a big thing for me mm-hmm. because i think a lot of people kind of like leave the program or end up digressing as a person because they feel like hey the ego comes in and i'm supposed to be better off than this i'm supposed to be way further down the road i'm not supposed to be feeling these things and they'll be saving their face mm-hmm. that ego comes out and not want to talk about those things and not get vulnerable and so when, when people at any stage of their recovery get vulnerable, it always encourages me because I'm scared inside to get vulnerable sometimes. And then yeah. someone else does it, and it's like, oh, it, it's okay. The water's okay. I can go in there. Right. And, you know, just because you get X amount of years clean doesn't mean that life stops happening. Mm-hmm. You know, you still have struggles. You still have victories. You have all of it. You know, you can't. You're not immune. And I think somehow people relate clean time with being immune from hard times, and that's just, that's not reality. <laughs> well, and you're right. So that was one of my questions today is, is the last year uh, of, of your life, there's, there's been a lot going on, yes. right? There's been a lot of change. There's been a lot of upheaval. How has this... How have you handled that? How have you been able to walk through that and continue to, to be walking through stuff that's been going on pretty recent? Prayer, meditation, 
um, I just finished a fourth step. And really keeping in contact with my sponsor is kind of crucial. And and I haven't been doing that um, a lot. And I reconnected uh, a couple of days ago. And um, I have been going to more meetings, which is cool because uh, because of the upheaval in my schedule, I can enjoy you know, some freedom with my time, and um, it's actually been a blessing. And I've done a lot more um, searching, and by that I mean, like, for my higher power, for my spiritual side, you know, seeking and um, reading and knowing that, you know, this is just a phase. It's not forever. And all I have to do is suit up and show up and do whatever's right in front of me and leave the results up to my higher power. It's awesome. Yeah. That's it. Be here, right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Just like the street sign. Just like the street sign. <laughs> <laughs> and everything will fall into place. Right. Isn't that crazy how that, how that mechanism works? It is pretty uh phenomenal really is i i i don't think anyone knows you know how it works we just know that it does Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. i stay in the moment i just do like you said those those next little things and stay right in here it it'll all be okay basically i I will say my sponsees helped me a lot with that last piece you know they're here right now because when they call and they're in the weeds I'm not anymore. Yeah. And I get to say exactly sometimes what I need to hear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's really powerful, you know, and it, it kind of makes me go, hee hee, yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's cool. What does your prayer life look like? <laughs> what, is, what does a general uh, prayer look like for Leanne? Well... Some days it's literally, um, thank you for letting me wake up. I don't say anything um, formal. I more or less have conversations with my higher power. Um, And sometimes it's literally all day long. I have woken up sometimes from being asleep and I will be in prayer which is kind of weird and cool all at the same time. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I pray all day. And so often I find myself saying, thank you. Mm, I love that. <laughs> it's like, and it's so simple, but I know the universe picks up on that. You know, I believe that. How do you So, Yeah. And one time I'd asked you, we were on our way to the farmer's market in my little blue truck, and I was picking Some say it's purple. Some do say it's purple, but that's not true. That's just a, it's just Sorry. an ugly rumor. But uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're going down the road, and, and I asked you what your higher power was, how that's worked for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My higher power is so many things. 
Um, currently, I think the closest version I can put in words is um, literally the universe. It's nature. It's birds that come out of nowhere that I find special meaning in and they show up at just the right moment at just the right time and I don't question that anymore I'm like wow thank you again you know and it's just it's it's so much bigger than me so much bigger and um it's love that's that's what I know it's love and it's Huge. I love that. It, it, <laughs> it, it does not have to be complicated. No. And I think that's like the, the freeing thing that when, uh, when, we, when we had that talk originally and talking right now, it's like the prayer life. You can do it all day, mm-hmm. even, in, even at night, sometimes, even in your sleep. Sometimes just being in that posture mm-hmm. of gratitude and not trying to formalize things and not trying to to really, you know, even ritualize it too much, but just letting it be compatible in your daily life and not really questioning it, just keeping right. it simple. When you see a little wink from the universe in nature, when that, that bird comes and, and takes your attention away from maybe some self-pity or some selfish self-centeredness, right. just boom, I'm going to allow that to get me out of that yeah. for a minute. Yeah. And... um what did I read? I read something the other day about just chatting with whatever is your higher power, just having a conversation. And it feels weird and one-sided, but at the same time, it's not. Because if I'm really paying attention, the answers come. What does paying attention look like? Like, how can you? Because being we can get, quiet. Yes. <laughs> Stop trying to figure it out. Trusting. Those are right off the top of my head. I'm sure there's more. I don't think there has to be. No. Just being quiet, and and so that was my next question. Like, how? What does meditation look like for you? How do you incorporate that into your life when we're talking about going through change? So I come and go with meditation and I'm really, my goal is that I want to do it every day, all, you know, all for the rest of my life. But right now, um, I'm not, but when I do, I sit quietly. Um, I have an app on my phone that will, I can put a timer on and, um, somewhere along the line, I read something that someone said to stare at the point, you know, you close your eyes, but you stare at the point in the middle of your forehead, Mm -hmm. your third eye, eye. supposedly. And I've never heard that before, like to do it exactly like that, but I tried it and I really, that was the probably deepest meditation I've ever been in. And it was only for like 10 minutes. So I've been trying to practice that as often as I sit And again, I'm not perfect. I'm not doing it every day. But when I do, I just feel at peace. And I was reading something the other day about, um, 
you know, meditating regularly is what matters. I even wrote it down. Um, so you can, you can, I want to incorporate taking a walk and mm-hmm. having like a meditative walk, just being quiet Yes. outside. So I'm really happy the weather's getting warmer and I can do those kind of things. I suppose I could do it in the cold, but I don't like cold. <laughs> so, but that's, yeah. Do you think today... You're talking about your higher power coming through in nature. And do you think today working out in the yard, you're out there, you know, cutting limbs, gathering stuff. Um, do you think that there's a moment in there where that's meditation, where that's almost like, um, you know, communing with the higher power, with God, with the universe? I do. And what I can tell you about doing those kind of things, even though it's not my favorite thing to do, not one time when I was out there for whatever hour, hour and a half I was out there, did I think of anything about that's going on in my life. Like I was so focused on what I was doing that for an hour and a half I had, Leanne was not, it didn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just was out there moving trees and stuff. <laughs> And that's incredible. That's that's peace. Yeah, it is. And that's, you know, so often I tell my sponsees, like, because they'll text me or call me and, oh, this and that and this and that and this and that. And I'm like, wait, stop. What are you doing right now? What are you looking at? Where are your feet? Are your feet mm-hmm. real? <laughs> you know, like, that's what someone told to me one time. She's like, look down at your feet. I'm like, huh? Look down at your feet. I said, okay, I'll look down. I said, okay, I'm looking at my feet. She says, are they real? Well, yes, of course they're real. Then that's all there is. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh. It's little things like that. You know, it's not the big things that Mm-mm. make or break my days. Sometimes it's those little things that I go, Oh, wow. You know, I do that little contemplating before you go to bed thing and 10th step, if you will. And like, wow, I did a lot of cool stuff today. I did a lot right or, you know, right for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You were present. As much as possible. Yes. I think I think that's kind of how I try to determine, you know, what what. I hate labeling things, but what would be right or wrong? True. Am I present or am I not present? Am I am I sitting there just mentally exhausting myself, selfish, self-centered, thinking about all these things in the future or in the past, uh, not being here now? That's that's a tough day for me it when is. I get all just off in the future, all off in in things that don't exist. Yeah, yeah, and and we do that. As, I think it's a human thing. I don't think we corner the market with that as addicts or alcoholics <laughs> no. or whatever. I think that's human nature. But yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, human nature. We future trip or we, you know, live in the past and what if and if only and, you know, and then we don't have what's right in front of us. And we miss we it. We miss it. Miss it. Yep. That's one of my biggest fears is going through life and being at the end of it, whenever that may be, mm-hmm. you know, and thinking, damn, I missed it. Right. I was never there. 
Um, so wrapping, you know, kind of wrapping it up, mm-hmm. um, we've been talking about all these things and these are the things that allow us to go through, to have the hope to go through anything, to go whatever's blocking us, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to be able to go through it are these simple things. And I, and I guess it's come down to just simply trying to be right here right now. Yeah, because, I mean, I have a friend that says that's all there is, is right here, right now. Nothing else is real. Nope. It <laughs> might seem like it, but it's <laughs> in, right? Right, but it it's not. So, yeah. It's awesome. Well, I've loved talking with, with you today. This was great. Thank you. To get it's a chance to do this. nice being here at my own kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for listening, and uh, we love y'all. Yeah, love you guys. 